Welcome to Biggest Geek, as we're your hosts. I'm Randy. And I'm Joe. This is episode 75, three quarters of our way to 100, Joseph. And the date is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. All right. Well, the screen says it's three people watching, which is oh. awesome, <laughs> I guess. Hopefully we get some folks that will want to come in here and interact. Yeah. Um, so there's there are no emails or call-ins. Hey, Larry. What's up, buddy? Larry Elliott's in the house. Um, so we don't have anything that way. Uh, and as far as what we would normally do, I guess we're, we're doing a slightly, a slight different change, a slight different thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, a Duncan Bradley, Tim Scott. Sweet. All right. Uh, I was really hope the t-shirt historian shows up. I got something to tell him. Um, I think I'll wait to see if he does. And if not, I'll tell everybody in a minute, but. So. I have some words for you. No, no, no. It's not. <laughs> even if, uh, even if uh, Bruce shows up tonight, he'll he'll appreciate it too. So, but, no, it's not uh, not bandying words about with him. So, yeah. So we got no kind of uh, email or nothing. Or so I guess we're just kind of jumping the main topic. Huh? Hey, Troy. First time. Oh. Here. Nice. Glad you're here, bud. Welcome. Hungry. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So, first time viewer. So, subscribe. <laughs> he probably wants to check us out first, though it's going to be awesome. So, oh, check the shirt, Joseph. Look at this. Can you see it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, I watched, uh, you ever watched the tribe, tribe report on YouTube? The what? The tribe report. No, no. They usually talk about men and women issues and, you know, how they should be reasonable with each other instead of crazy. And um, how novel they have. a. You should check it out. They have one of the more recent uh, podcasts is talking about all the lies and crap that are going on with the Canadian government there in Ottawa. They're lying, they're lying about the trucker. After I watched about 30 minutes of it, I just Googled the first place I could to support them. And I bought this T-shirt and I'll see what else I can do. But apparently there's a. A bit of a similar movement in Alaska, too, now. People are driving, you know, the truckers and different folks are getting with them. So I say, fight the power, man. Do it. Fair enough, Troy. You'll subscribe if it's up your alley. Hopefully gotcha. we are. Yes. Um, Very unique alley, so we'll find out. Yes, yes, we yes. We won't get our feelings hurt if you don't subscribe, but we would love it. Yes. Yeah. Hunger, the honking. <laughs> we really try not to get too political here. We do have opinions, and we state them without uh, without fear. No. Um, I know if we existed in Canada, uh, buying a shirt from them might constitute a crime at this point. So very possibly, I, I was. Uh, we do not. Some of the crap they did. Uh, watch. I won't go into all of it here, but. They were just so it just it just shows the corruption of um, the government of the of the media, the main media. What's it called? The, the well, it depends on who you talk to. Mainstream media, mm-hmm. corporate media is another moniker. Sure, sure. Lamestream media is what a lot of people <laughs> call it because it's kind of true. Yeah, it's really I mean, I, I can't stress enough. I would encourage everybody to seek out Tribe Report on YouTube and they do a video. It's been the last couple of days. I'm telling you. It's been a while since the video has made me that angry. Hmm. I mean, it was like I was ready. I don't know how people 
I don't know how the Canadians are not fighting. Right. Very well, just briefly, because this is a gaming podcast, but just briefly, uh, if you hear or heard anything about it, they had bouncy castles yeah. and dance parties and food vendors around all of this stuff. There was no real violence. I mean, I'm sure there were some hotheads or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, uh, of someone who was mad at them that drove their truck into a crowd. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how that worked out, but oh, um, it's way different. There's not like buildings being burned down or anything. It like smells like very, summer. very suspicious, dude. I mean, yeah. that the bad things that are happening look set up. Yeah. You know, they even showed up. See, I think it's CBC. That's the main Canadian broadcasting network. They took a, they were videotaping these yahoos doing something in this by the crowd, and it was off. And they were only showing like 13 people acting stupid. And then this guy with the phone said, "Look over here," and he showed thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, you know, like regular people. It's the way it goes. It's yeah, the way it goes. It just so, smells fishy. Yeah. So since we don't have any call-ins or emails, I just want to. Uh, Say welcome, everyone. Uh, yeah. Thanks for showing up. Uh, there's nine people now in, um, and I was kind of worried because I typically put out um, on Sunday a. Um, Don't listen to him. He puts out all the time. Yeah. yeah. He's easy. Ask his wife. <laughs> um, I get um, something out on you on on the social medias. Uh, regarding our upcoming episode, but I did not. I drug my feet and didn't do it till this morning. Oh, and uh, so I got very little. I only think I, I think I only got one reaction, and that was, um, that was on uh, Facebook. Oh, okay. So anyway, um, we should probably just jump right in. Yeah. So this is gonna be. Looks like we scared somebody away. We went down to eight. That's Hopefully okay. Troy didn't go anywhere. Don't That's go anywhere. It's all right. We are really a gaming into gaming. Yeah. We really are. So we're going to talk about some of the three R's of uh, our hobby that uh, Joe and I had discussed. We, we brought it up periodically, but I wanted to give it a full topic um, about how to deal with our hobbies and different IPs being absconded with and completely bastardized and ruined. Um, and again, not everybody feels that way, but a lot enough folks do, and a lot of folks here do. Um, so we're calling this topic, the three R's, renounce, ridicule, and replace. Um, Baron G-Rock, all right. Um, and we're going to talk about this uh, from the viewpoint, and we'll use the Lord of the Rings, uh, Ring of Powers, most recent, uh, what do they call it, teaser trailer. Um, I would also refer to Avenger Satanus's video on should there be a D&D insurrection of sort. And then the guy named the Waspinator uh, from Total Party Skills, uh, he replied um, to Avenger's statement. And then he also made a comment, a video about fake LOTR controversies uh, or fake controversies in the LOTR thing. Um Eric July, we got, and Joe's going to link all these, and Nerdrotic and all their takes. So it'll all come into this. Yeah, um, all the links will be in the show notes. Yeah. They'll be available. Um, if anybody wants them, like in the chat or somewhere else, else, else um, uh, I can do that. But they will be in the show notes. So, dude, 
so the big the big overview, right? I mean, where should we even start with? Um, okay. So brief. I can do this brief. Do it. All right. So for example, D and D, Watsy, um, their creative direction is essentially um cartoonifying um Dungeons and Dragons IP from yep. when uh Randy and I were younger and uh coming up in the hobby. So uh they had there are activists in in the company and a lot of their ideas with regard to uh, gender, gender roles, all this stuff. We're all familiar with it. Uh, um, critical race theory, all this stuff. It's getting kind of blended in and put in your face. And it's not just Watsy. There's several companies out there that just, you know, can't help themselves. They can't stay out of their own way to put their modern day political um, um leanings within the game within the hobby and yeah. they poo poo all over you if you do not agree with them so um that's where the kind of um uh, a pretty large chunk of the hobby is wizards of the coast and paizo mm-hmm. and uh, a few other well-known companies they're well known for uh, their products fantasy flight warhammer yeah a lot of that stuff, pretty, and it's all—it's leaking into all that. More than leaking, I mean, I don't—I think it's because the like you said, the people they've hired. Um, yeah, it's people within their company. Yeah. That they've hired, and the the people themselves. I mean, uh, I think that some people would probably, even though they have those leanings, would leave well off, well enough alone mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the uh, activists yammering about all this stuff. Yeah, there's even, and, and you could even make an argument, and I know a lot of folks on here don't like 5e, and I'm I'm the rare one. I, I think 5e, what's up, Legion of Myth? Um, I think the rare one um, who kind of likes 5e, I, I mean, as a mechanical game, I don't have a lot of issues with it. I don't care for GMing it because it's a little too... I don't know. It's just a little, I don't know what it is. I just find it a little annoying. It's not terribly hard, um, but I don't mind playing 5e. Um, but I, and then we're going to talk about this now. I don't know if that's a wise decision for me to even participate in 5e anymore. Um, I think um, we're talking about the three R's, right? So our first one is renounce. And I think Eric July would be the leader of this. Um, and by that, I mean, he's very outspoken, he just says they're all trash and just ignore those and start a parallel quote unquote economy or a parallel geek, um, a geek economy, a geek area. Now, that's that's a big I think that's a big ask. Um, it is. It is. Considering the OSR it's, has been parallel in many ways for a long time. Not they, really. Oh, you don't think so? Go ahead. I, I no, because it's still D&D. To, I think to really be parallel you'd have to have your own thing. Ah. So, and none of that stuff is their own thing. They're, they've got the sloppy seconds of Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Essentially. And yeah. some people, some people make out okay for themselves. And I don't, I don't fault anybody for doing it because it's very um, cost effective and time, uh, time saving because so much is already there for you. All you have to do is put your little slant on it and, um, 
have halfway decent um have a halfway decent presentation um and um you you might be able to sell it all depends on on um your marketing and all that i put this up here and this is probably going to be something we're going to talk about more in a minute but green apple made a comment a few minutes ago i just think we need to stop paying attention to, to these infected ips they thrive on negative attention and intentionally piss us off for it think about Think about how they had such ready answers to their Lord of the Rings preview in Vanity Fair, calling people trolls, saying they were racist. It's a normal statement, but they were literally ready. And then they try to bring that straw man argument. God, I hated this. Well, there was there were people that said, you know, since Ian McKellen, McKellen was gay, they didn't want to watch the original. Wait, what people? I mean, they might be these morons on the Internet. There might be one, one little chat room where three or four morons said that, but I loved Ian McKellen. There was absolutely no no chatter about Ian McKellen's status. And like some other people, I didn't know. I didn't care. Nope. He was a good uh, actor. Until well after I'd seen the movies. Yeah. As far as his and movie going goes. He pulled it off really well. Yeah. And his bedroom activities are irrelevant. He's a good actor. He gets paid to act. Oh, Troy, subscribe. Good man. Now go tell your friends and get bring them with you. By yeah. hook or by crook, horn swoggle them. So, so this first statement says renounce. So, we just gotta like. I, I feel like a, I'm proselytizing, dude. I mean, okay, like I mean, the way we get way we can do this, dude. Without, yeah. we're not telling people what to do. Right. I don't. Okay? Do mm-hmm. We are saying this is what we're doing. Right. And. Um, <clears throat> It's a suggestion right. because uh, even Eric July doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't uh, tell people to do things. He right. just says, this is what I'm doing. Right. He has a big audience. So all he has to do is say, this is what I'm doing. And a whole lot of people say, OK, I'm going to do that, too. But we don't have that. We have 10 people. But you don't think you don't think you don't think. <clears throat> OS people that love the OSR that love second edition, first edition, original D and D. You're not saying stop playing that game, or are you? I'm saying, as long as we hold on to these things, mm-hmm. there's an argument to be made. I'm not sure if it's true. As much as funneling money directly to say the studios by buying their things like what wizards of the coast or with movies you go go watch uh the newest um fake spider-man shows right yes um legion of myth i know you're lost that's yeah, why you came here because you didn't is, tell you what to do joe does yeah legion of myth said no joe tell me what to do what do i do joe i'm lost so lost yeah don't worry we got you max We're yeah take- so so you stop playing second edition. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there probably is some sort of argument to be made that um, as even though some people will play fifth edition and then maybe not like it so much after a while and then can get brought into the OSR, you could also say that as long as o- the OSR has been around, which has been what? How long? Since well, since twenty years, thirty years, OGL, oh, third edition OGL. That's okay. what allowed them to create their stuff. Right. So they've been around that long, and I'm going to make an analogy here, and still not trying to be too political. Sure, do it. Um, many people will say this of the Constitution, that it's a paper barrier, mm-hmm. and it hardly matters. 
because we have the government we have right now and the constitution has either facilitated that or has not been capable of stopping it so i can say that uh, the same with the osr that the osr has existed this long and has hasn't been able to stem the tide hasn't been able to provide a, a, a competition has not stopped and, and that wasn't its purpose so you can't really blame it well tell me this then it's just a, um, it's supposed to have been an alternative but, that's okay mm -hmm. but it hasn't provided a um it hasn't provided a way for folks to become a competitor to dnd because you gotta have the, the um um, D20 logo or the OGL logo on your stuff. So you're still you, you're still funneling or you're still part of the, that whether you like it or not. Hmm. <clears throat> so here's a question. So I'm going to I'm playing devil's advocate here because I don't think T-shirt is here. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, T-shirt, dude. OK, pause. I got I got a message for T-shirt. I wish Bruce was here. I ordered uh, Berserk, the manga, collected volume one. By the way, there's like a buttload of them. The cover looked cool, so I have ordered it. It should be here next week. And then I'm going to read it and give my review of it. So Randy is going to read a manga. Dig that. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, send it to me. Don't throw it out. Send them to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like we're telling people you shouldn't be playing any whatever you want to play. Here's my question, Joe. Do do you, because I don't feel this strongly now, I won't not play old school games. At the moment, maybe not, but I'm leaning in that direction. So you're but leaning this, toward, would you literally take all those books back there that's D&D &D and toss them? Oh, no, no. Okay. There's no need to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you get the deluxe volume? I did not, but if I like, um, T-shirt asked me to get the deluxe. I saw it, but I got a sweet deal, like $18 on the paperback one uh, for the first volume. If I like it, I saw a guy selling it on eBay. I may snag all seven of the deluxe volumes, so if I like it. So, no, not yet. So, okay. So, hmm. so this is the thing. Yeah. Wizards especially, because... D&D is what we, we, we uh, grew up on. That's where our hobby roots lay. Right. And Wizards of the Coast has subverted the IP. They they didn't backwards um, change any of the books because right. that's not possible. So we can always play what we'd like D&D-wise. But um, I think moving forward, if we don't want Wizards of the Coast to be out there as prominent as they are. If we want there to be, we're not going to have a D and D that isn't wizards of the coast. D and D we're not, I don't think so. No. Unless somebody gets enough money to, to buy it. And then uh, are they going to sell it? Hasbro's not going to sell it because they love the IP. They don't give two craps about the RPG. I mean, right now, right now they do because it's oh. selling, but as soon as it hits a low, when sixth edition comes out and the inevitable drop happens, because I'm just, dude, it's how, it's how it works, dude. It's going to drop. And right. there's no way we can keep this up forever. So, I, mean, I don't think so. But, I mean, here's my question. So, 
I'm not saying I'm saying you play any OSR game you want. I think you should. But Joe makes a good point. If you continue to support it, if you buy the PDFs and try to build your collection up through giving money to uh, Watsy, at least even a small percentage, you are kind of helping it. Oh, Baron G Rock makes a good point. That's what I agree. They will just show it if it goes down. Hasbro is not afraid to put the RPG on the shelf. Right. Right. So, so um, sure. Yeah. Unless somebody makes them a deal they can't pass up, which no one's going to pay that much money for, for D&D. Well, because why do that when you can use all that money to produce something as good or better? That's not, that's not, I mean, I'm not a game designer. Yeah. But I think that that's not that hard to do. D&D has been around a long time. And I know there's some folks that don't like my uh, uh, Model T uh, comparison, but I do think that, especially old D&D, if we're talking a car analogy, it is a, a Model T. I think so, too. I mean, it's... Um, Thinko's not different. Analogy. It's 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 functional. It works, and there are a lot of people who would love to have a Model T and drive around, tool around. But you're not going to go across country in it. And let's take Thaco. This is a great guy. I have no problem with Thaco. I mean, I teach math. I can handle negative numbers. It's never it was never an issue at any point at our table. In fact, when they stopped having Thaco, I was kind of shocked in third edition. But if you can step outside of your nostalgia. I don't know how you argue base attack bonus is not better. It's more elegant. It's more natural. It's more intuitive. Sorry, it is. Add a number, reach a target. Not take your Thaco, subtract the armor class of your defender, and if it's negative, then you're going to literally add it as, a, as an absolute value. So, I mean, it just – I mean, look, I don't want to start that argument. My point is I think you're right. Now, there's some folks who are like, dude, I just love the Model T. I love the fact that the wheel's up here and there's a four-foot-long uh, steel rod that helps me control the wheels, and it feels like I have to get a workout just to drive it. So, Right. So, yes, Darth, I've always wa- – I've often wondered, and I don't, I don't uh, have any access to their, their numbers, but uh, I've often wondered how much um, Magic the Gathering is really their moneymaker and D&D is just their side project. Well – I would guess that D&D has surprised them these past couple of years. Um, it could be. I, I mean, mean uh, with Critical Role being, yeah. being instrumental in a lot of ways in, in, in how, um, how, Dude, how about this? How it's gone. Have you seen, has anybody, this is up to the crowd too, that's hanging out with us, our homies. Has anybody seen um, the G, G4's little D&D thing that's Critical Role-like? That looks like dog crap. That frost lady, I'm not sure she even knows what D&D is. Right. So it's like a lot of play. I don't know what they're even doing. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I heard her talking and I stopped wanting to hear her talking. Yeah, so I don't ever want to hear her talking ever again. There's no point in it. Yeah, but my Frost. point was There's watching, no point them in play, it. watching them play D and D, Joe. You don't even recognize it as D and D. The dungeon master dude, the black dude, I think he's a DM. He, I'm not sure he knew what he was talking about. 
you two roll a D8. And I was, I couldn't catch it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Literally, what are you talking about? When and, we were 13 and weren't really reading the books, we didn't know what was going on. But once we, we started reading the books and well, we knew what was going on. We were faking our way through it. <laughs> so we were our 13-year-old selves faking it on YouTube. But did we ever need to – I knew that a D20 was the attack roll, didn't you? And the saving throw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There okay. were some details. There were some details that we missed that we didn't. Uh, I'm hey, sorry. Hey, <laughs> did I copy you one of yours? Yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. I'm the boss here. For those who are listening, I put uh, we're on YouTube and you can highlight a, a, in the chat room if you're not aware of this and show it on screen. And then Randy. <laughs> I don't care if you had the same thought of somebody else's chat being more worth being on the screen than me. I'm the boss here. Yeah, but I'm the talent and everybody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Uh, we have, we have, um, which one were you putting up, Tim Scott's? No, go with t-shirts. What does it say? I kind of like the reach 20 after adjustment rolls. Makes life simple. Yeah, I mean, just the idea of adding to hit something and a target number is simpler. I mean, look, dudes, I'm telling you. From a mathematical perspective, mathematical perspective, addition is simpler than subtraction. Fact. It has tons of – I won't go in. I'll go and watch it. I just taught it today. All the properties of addition, subtraction doesn't have. Yeah. Uh, so. Point nine repeating. I give up. He's right. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but it's – this is also – it's a, a subjective mm. – I like this thing better than the other thing. As far as – Yes, yeah. liking it. You like it. You get yeah. the warm fuzzies. You think it's cool. You dig it. Some folks like to roll 47 D6s and choose the best 10. I don't. I mean, I, I, find, I, find, I find dice pools weird, but they work sometimes. Yeah. Um, but Tim Scott's comment, if you would go to his people running the G4 are morons, uh, that channel will be dead again by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, I think so. It's not because of D&D, but they fully do not know what they're doing. It's embarrassing. To watch them play D and D. Yeah, and you know, um, no, 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 hitting the wrong one. Patrick Demo, your DM is not here to be easy on the eyes for you. Uh, yeah. My players are lucky though, because they they do get a DM that's easy on the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and Legion of Myth is saying, if she's on TV, she better be easy on the eyes, and I'm like, of course. That'd be nice. Otherwise, I'm changing the channel. <laughs> Yeah. If I want ugly, I'll watch real life. Right. Look, yeah. Do you agree? Since we're down this rabbit hole of you know maybe giving up on OSR even. Um, this at this point is a th is a thought experiment. It's um, we are thinking out loud and talking about um, this concept. We're not telling people what to do. And I think Shadzar would kick you in the nuts if he was here right now. Yeah, I think he's avoiding it because he knows what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. I bet he shows up. I believe in Shad's art. So, um, uh, anyway. Yeah. He can have his opinion. Oh, he's, yeah. I'm glad he does. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think – what do you think of Eric July's assertion that we're addicts? One of the reasons we can't give up Marvel, DC, D&D. &D. Oh, man. Indigo Dragon. Oh. Oh, I'm wounded. Well – the, the truth had to come out as, at some point or another. No, it's the same. I didn't say it. I know you didn't, but you don't have to when you're that smart. It, ju it just comes out. So either that, either that, or Indigo Dragon is easily impressed. I'll go for the latter. I liked you before, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, we just um, I'm tired of the struggle against. It's not really a struggle. That's not right. I'm tired of even thinking about or pining for the day when somebody else will be at the helm at Watsi or or somebody else will get the IP or something like that. It's I'm, not going to happen because it's not going to happen. I'm I'm going to force myself to think in a different direction. Now we got a winner. G Rock's got it figured out. <laughs> so Joe is pinky and Randy is the brain. Oh no, he didn't figure it out. Shoot. I am dumb. Cause pinky was the smart one. Brain was the smart one. Just pinky was the pinky had a higher wisdom score. <laughs> Even though I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. He <laughs> was pretty doofus. He kind of, I think he walked into, he lucked into a lot of stuff. So yeah, yeah. And that's Joe. Joe just lucks into every single time being smarter than me. He just lucks out. Really. <laughs> it's all luck. Yeah. Luck all is on my side. Sure. Yeah, no, get, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. No, I get what you're saying, and I can kind of go back to uh, the Waspinator on Total Party Skills. If anybody's not watched his videos on fake controversies and LTR, he kind of he kind of brings a different perspective, and he's not poo-pooing that oh that it's not that it's not actually um, you know woke and stuff. He's just saying I think maybe he might be saying exactly what you're implying. Is it worth our time? Well, that's certainly what he said in his first video. Yeah that the culture uh, titled the culture war mm-hmm. is already lost. And I believe that I do too. Um, the left is in charge of everything. Yeah. They're everywhere. I mean, I'm not trying to be a tin hat, a tin foil hat guy, but, um, um, the, the left has media. The left has the news. The left has the office of the president at the moment. Um, and they, they have control of a lot of our things. Uh, and it, it doesn't do any good to sit there and just, well, maybe they won't next year or whatever. Maybe somebody else will buy it. Yeah, yeah we, should, we don't know what, uh, where, what is this Waspinator moniker from? It's, it, total, total party skills. You should check the, you should check. No, no, no. I mean, just what is oh, the origin of his nickname? Is it Waspinator? Right Anglo-Saxon Protestant? Is that kind of Wasp? It might be. Anyway. I, I disagree, Indigo Dragon. He says a, he said, the Waspinator says what's real. I wasn't offended by what he said, but partly with the LTR, I didn't agree. I thought he was – I think he was poo-pooing that anybody would get upset. I think you can be upset, but I agree with him. I don't think there's any value in getting upset these days. What's the right. point? Things changing. Right. Yeah, that's no president. It's a, that's a China puppet. Maybe. I mean, they said the th- same thing about Trump with Russia. So that's, I really don't like going down that road. Yeah, that turned um, to be really false. So. But um, what I think is, um, we get the same kind of policies and direction no matter who's in office, what what which party. So, who knows what's really going on? Anyway. Um, with regard to this, I just uh, I'm tired of hoping that the um, current uh, the current state of our hobby changes somehow from some direction, and not being part of it. So I would rather ignore or more fun ridicule yeah those guys support things that are good. Find some good stuff, promote it, 
or make good stuff. But okay, again, and I know you don't want to, I guess you don't want to put a fine point on it yet. You're leaning toward give up D and D leaning. I mean, like, um, don't play D and D play. Especially if you're going to buy stuff that's going to somehow the money's going to be getting to Watsy, like buying from, um, um, what's the place drive through RPG. They get a big chunk of that. Um, Certainly, I don't think anybody here should be um, putting uh, any money into the DMs Guild. That's uh, that's just uh, give, yeah, they own everything on there pretty much. And Tim Scott said there are enough clones you could easily play the older editions without giving Watsy your money. I agree. I mean, I, I actually like Swords and Wizardry. I'd love to get that OD and D variant at my table. Um, uh, so you would agree? It, well, so I, I think for me. I'm, I'm not giving what we've already said. We're not giving pies or a Watsy our money. Oh, is this true? Hold on. I'm sorry. Wasp, according to Dorothea, is that actually what it stands for? Because if that's the case, I find that name less than ideal. Yeah. So we are sexual perverts. Is that what it stands for? That's kind of crap. It might be with his. I saw you got a poster. Back Maybe he, he might be just coming up with a, a funny alternate to white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That's probably true. 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 He might be, which is OK. Um, so how about to. Eric, Joel, let's kind of get off this a little bit. Let's transition slightly. What about um, what about Eric July's comment that people that give money to keep buying 5e product, hoping it'll get better, or even saying, well, some of this is good, or I watched Spider-Man No Way Helm, some of this is good, and I watched DC Justice League Snyder Cut, and some of that was good, and I watched the original LTR, and I watched the new one, and some of it's good. What if... He said they're basically your addicts, that you can't quit it. What do you think of that? Okay, well, I don't, uh, I don't disagree because you try to, with some people, you try to say that's not Spider-Man, and they're like blah 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 blah. Sp- it says Spider-Man. It says it right here on the package. Right. Jeez. And and um, I'm like, that's not really Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so most of this stuff, the, the the way it gets a lot of people, and I don't, I think the the majority of folks aren't addicts. The right. majority of them are normies, right? Mm-hmm. So they watch Spider Man because it's action and adventure, right? And uh, they don't really care about uh, continuity. They don't care about his backstory. There's a you know, the I think the probably the majority of folks that watch uh, movies. Yeah, and the, they don't care that Mary Jane is actually a completely white redhead in the comics, and they just completely, which, you know, we all know they screw the redheads left and right. Right. And so, and they replaced her with a, you know, uh, a mixed race girl who's pretty enough and fine enough and good enough actress, but it's not her. Um, so, yeah, I think, but I think the folks that are um, the outspoken um Defenders, the, the outspoken defenders are probably more, especially when they're not the woke folks. Addicted. Uh, those are the addicted folks. Because I think I mentioned this before that I think I was there, and I do feel pangs. Uh, you know, one of our, one of our. <laughs> that's true, Legion. It's true. Nobody likes dirty gingers. We're all dirty. We we like them clean. Yes, clean gingers the only way to go. Yeah. Um. I got a friend who, who we have a mutual friend. <laughs> Darth, how'd you figure that out? 
Dude. Yes, Darthik says nobody cares because gingers don't have souls. Preach, <laughs> preach brother, preach. L O L. Yep, no doubt. But um, we have a friend who will watch all the stuff, and he's he might even be paying attention tonight. And uh, I think he has a hard time letting go, and he always tells me of new stuff. And then when I I hear it, I'm like, oh, like I want to watch that Peacemaker series on HBO Max. I want to, because it looks really funny, but I'm not going to. Um, I want to watch. Yeah. I just won't do it because I know it's dragging me in to some place I don't want to be. Right. So what I I've done is I've held out on Peacemaker, mm -hmm. and then I've heard some things that are like, okay, I'm glad I held out. Oh really? I've not heard. All I've heard was the funny crap. Right. However. I have given in on uh, Reacher. Oh, okay. I don't know about that. So, oh, yeah. That was a Tom Cruise movie. It's now a series, right? Yeah, but it was a series of books before it was a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, and it's pretty good. Tom Cruise is a totally bad uh, um, cast for that role. Oh, okay. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So when you, if you look it up and you see the dude mm -hmm. who plays this guy, and he's pretty much the physical match sure. for him. You're like, oh, that's why. Okay. But yeah. But um, yeah. well, well, to Eric's defense, though, if we, I mean, so, in, but this is good because apparently Reacher, mm -hmm. the TV show, it's on Amazon, I think, uh, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, now that I have a Roku stick, I can just search for something and I can't remember what I saw it on. But, right, so, right. but anyway, um, from what I understand, Reacher is pretty accurate to the IP. Okay. Which is good. Yes. So, yes, Mortensen. Reacher is actually tall. Very tall. 6'5". Oh, wow. Yeah. Tom Cruise Tom is like 5'5 five, five or something like he's, that. He's, no, he's five, Yeah, he invert that. 5'6". <laughs> so, um, where do we, hmm, can we, can we extend that further then? Can I say, well, you know, here's example, who's going to watch the new Lord of the Rings series? Not me. You're not going to watch it at all? No. I have to admit, I'm drawn to it. It's probably my addiction. I want to see it, but I know I'm going to hate it. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Indigo Dragon, thanks, Amazon Prime. So, <laughs> yes, um, and this is the reason. I don't need to watch it to confirm whether or not they're they're faithfully uh, carrying out the canon or, or or making the attempt because we already know they've already told us they've shown us and if you watch anything with regard to one of their consultants i think is what she is this uh so-called scholar Oh, yeah, that Maria whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. Rios Maldonado or something like that. I don't think she's a full scholar. She's a wannabe. Right. Well, she's a revisionist scholar. She's a She looks at it through the lens of uh, oh, right. woke, woke feminism. And, um, and she's involved with this thing. Oh, uh, yeah. That just tells you what you, all you need to know. And then one of the other people says, a Tolkien is for everyone. Nothing's for everyone. <laughs> Nothing is. Not, not even ice cream. Some right. people like ice cream. True. So you can't say it's for everyone because not everybody not everybody likes fantasy. 
and not everybody likes fantasy tied up in um, um, medieval European tropes, right? And mythological tropes that uh, Tolkien invented some of them. So I've heard tons of gamers say they don't like the standard old school D and D because of that. That it's a Tolkien trope. The party is a Tolkien trope: ranger, fighter, wizard. Right. I mean, I heard people, and a halfling, an elf, and a dwarf. You uh, are going pixelated there, dude. Am I? Yeah, on my end. You look uh, like you went pixelated. Are you okay? Are you feeling well? I think I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. This Green Apple says, hate watching stuff just makes them make more because it's a view. That is Eric July's premise. Yeah. If you want, even if I want, that's kind of why I'm feeling torn and I'm leaning, you know, 80%, I'm not going to watch it. But part of me, you know, I got that little, I feel like, well, you need to give them a chance, but really, do I need to? I already know who they are. Right. Then this is the other thing that you don't need to be woke to, uh, you don't need to not like woke people to not like Lord of the Rings. Right. Uh, the newest stuff. You just have to be a fan of the, um, continuity and not want it to be swept aside and have a show that is in Lord of the Rings in name only. And um, so there've been um, movies made in the past that weren't made by, you know, they, they didn't have a woke agenda. They might've been made by lefties because it's Hollywood. It's no big deal. Um, that didn't do a good job with the IP like starship troopers yeah now people will say that it may have been a fun movie but it was starship troopers in name only it, it bore almost no resemblance to the story and uh so if you wanted to hate on it and i was like well this is not that good you had you you had to either say um not not watch it and trash it or you would say well I'm going to ignore the fact that it's called Starship Troopers, which is fine. It was fine then because you you weren't like um, funding some uh, future woke project. It was just, you know, a poorly executed uh, attempt at an IP in movie form. So, but there, there's lots of examples of that that weren't bad or bad representations of the IP because they were putting a particular kind of spin on it. Mm -hmm. they, there was people who bought the IP so that they could attach it to whatever project they had, but they, all they, they just wanted to have a movie. Yeah. They didn't have any more agenda than that. Right. What a, right at me. Oh, I'm saved. Martinson says he will watch it for me and give me a detailed report. Excellent. So I am saved from that dilemma. Well, I already know what the report's going to be. Yeah. So don't oh. do don't do that on. Well, you're not doing it on my account. You're doing it on Randy. So yeah. Yeah. Darthiak uh, says, uh, "Did you just see some just some guy's new video?" Yes, I did, and he was spot on. He tore them a new one, and I think his reasons were very sound. The dude knows Game of Thrones or uh, Lord of the Rings. Right. There was a comment. There was a comment by one of these people involved. Uh huh. Call it called the Ga Game of Thrones, the spiritual successor to Lord of the Rings. I mean, you can't have somebody more ignorant about that. Someone has no idea. It's like, oh, look, elves and wizards and fighting and magic and medieval. Oh, must be a spiritual successor. <laughs> In fact, George R. R. Martin, I think he he is 
he's said that he doesn't agree with the way um, um, Tolkien wrote as far as all that. It wasn't harsh enough or whatever. It was oh. you know, soft. You know, you know how his, his stuff is. You know, stuff like, like getting great details on paper and actually getting books out. He had a hard time agreeing with that. So he fought the power and didn't actually make his books. Yeah. yeah, I know George or 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 or, or Martin. Um, don't hate the guy, but who cares, dude? Yeah, your TV show. You're like you you not making your books ruined your TV show. Good job. Well, I think I think uh, he ruined his TV show. <laughs> I think the IP ruined it. Um, I thought it was good, but it's very dark. It's misery porn, is what to, I call it. To a, to a point, there is, and they didn't really. Yeah, they didn't fix it. So our first of our three R's were now. So are we concluding? Then I think our heart going that direction. I'm well, not fully on. I'm and I'm just it's in it's up in the noodle here yeah. and um, thinking about it because the our hobby is not a direct analog to the comic industry. OK, right. the same kind of thing is happening, mm-hmm. but it's a different medium. It's uh, comics are not a game. For you to consume a comic, you have to go buy it. You can reread your old comics, kind of like you can replay, you can play your old uh, game sets. Mm-hmm. But if you want, and you can play new games with your old game sets, but you can't have a new story with in the comic book realm without a new comic. So it's different in that respect. Yeah. So you can always use your old game books to have a brand new game. Right. It doesn't have to be the old game. It has the same rules, but it doesn't have to be precisely the same thing. New characters, new new environment, all that stuff. So it's not precisely the same thing. So maybe this is, so maybe we don't have to be as uh, stringent, but I'm leaning to paying attention to new stuff and finding good stuff to promote or making stuff in opposition to the current hobby direction. Yeah. So leading to our final R, which we'll get to. Right. So um, let's go on to the second one. If, if you're ready. Yes. Ridicule. Ridicule. So renounce the garbage. Say, Nope, I'm out. Not watching woke Lord of the Rings, not doing the bisexual super kid. Um, and then now ridicule, right? So make fun of, Videos, podcasts, posts, the lunacy of the day, though not the people, the ideas, right? Pretty much. I mean, I don't want to. I don't really don't want to pick on the people, though. It's hard not to sometimes. You can pick on. I would say fair game is the company. Mm-hmm. The, com- also, the company. The, yep. Yeah, whatever company it is that's that a, is producing a, the crap. Yeah, it's not a people. And um, I think it's. I think people who put themselves out there, like we're doing, someone could. I'd look at our show and say, what are these two doofuses talking about? Who do, who do, who do they think they are? Right. Uh, should anybody care? And um, blah, blah, blah. We've put ourselves out there. We are fair game. Yeah. So if some designer puts themselves out there and says, um, this is great stuff and blah, 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 blah. And if it's not, was there fair game for ridicule? Like Frost, she put herself in a position to be ridiculed. Or what's his name? Fred, what's his name Name from uh, who's the hat company that does Thirsty Sword Blood? Um, Sword Red Hat, not Red Hat. 
Evil no. hat. Evil, evil hat. Fred Hicks. Yeah, he comes out and says, you know, oh, if you don't believe all this crap, don't buy our game. Well, you know what? At least he's being honest. Thank you, Fred. I will not buy your game. That's correct, sir. Yeah. Um, I believe that somebody else said that, and it was to their ultimate uh, chagrin. Hey, com- the comic book lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You Don't, don't like- buy our books. Okay. Now you're thinking. Well, comic books are going down that. Yeah, com- another difference between comic books and role playing, D and D doesn't seem to be. If anything, it's super successful. So our derision doesn't matter. Our non-support doesn't matter. And you said it. They don't care about Joe Harden's and Randy Nichols' money. They really don't. Though to be fair, they should. I mean, if they were halfway smart, they should care about my money because I got a lot of disposable income that they're not going to be getting. And they could have. They could have got hundreds more dollars from me. Like well, that. here's the thing, though. They're 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 not marketing it it's obvious that they're not they're not marketing it marketing it to folks like us right grognards people who care about certain things certain uh, game tropes they're not marketing it to us they're marketing it to they're marketing it to a more massive audience but at the same time they're also marketing it to what they perceive as a group of people with money now some people will say Yes, Kelly Sue DeConnick, the comic book lady who said buy our books. The redhead? Well, I don't know if she's a redhead, but she was a redhead in in an interview. Her and her husband, who seemed bizarre, they just seem weird. They probably are. But, yeah. um, Right. So I, being an old person, forgot my train of thought. Okay. Talking about the money going toward why are they courting the young people? Yes. So, yes, I've got it back. Um, it's been said by a lot of people that that the woke crowd doesn't buy stuff. They don't have money and they don't buy stuff. I don't fully agree with that because if it was true, there are lots of stuff that wouldn't get sold. They wouldn't make money. Yeah. So some of some of the uh, some of them do because a lot of them whether they uh, claim to be communists or whatever, they use our capitalist light, I will call it, structure Mm -hmm. to make money, which is fine, Mm -hmm. and then uh, buy stuff. They do. Some of them do. But um, they're they're targeting a woke crowd, and someone has convinced them that it's a moneymaker. And it might be, but it might not be long-term, but it's working so far. To some degree, to some degree. So I don't have any numbers. Gotcha. But they're still producing stuff. So we'll see how it works out more long term. Hmm. So so do you think. So people, if we're going to start this, if we're going to do other stuff, we ridicule these folks. Um. I guess I'm leading down a different path. I don't want to talk about that question yet. Um, should we just, do you think it'd be even a better decision, even if we're going to, you know, mock mock the, the weirdos and the SJWs and, and gaming and the companies, just to ignore them? I mean, wouldn't that be the ideal thing, the ideal ridicule that we're not even on, they're not even on our... Right. I mean, most of it we ignore. 
but there will be folks that will put themselves out, the frosks of the world, that will be worthy of ridicule. For the most part, no. We don't need to, like, uh, comb the internet for things to, uh, to ridicule. But a new gaming product that's like Thirsty Sword Lesbians, every time we get something like that um, out on the market, we should say, hee, 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 what a piece of dog crap this is going to be. Yeah, and here's the thing. Um, let me pros- Bruce just made a comment, and so did Patrick. Got a couple of good ones. This is they're not really, these aren't exactly connected. I think there's a lot of D and D five E that is selling, but it is more PDF sales than hardcovers. Um, I it may wa- be. I don't. I don't know the numbers. I don't know, but here's a question. We talked last week with T-shirt about he and I both were uh, waxing rhapsodically about students who don't read. The the a lot of the younger people. 30 and under don't read. Um, they don't read. They just, they consume either, they may maybe listen to books, but probably do videos, watch movies. And a PDF, when they snag it, I wonder, and this is not just them. I mean, I know I have friends my age who um, take from the internet without paying. So I wonder. A lot of that's been squashed. Oh, has it? Yeah, the trove is gone. Correct. The trove in there was a trove light out there. It's gone too. But there's a file. There's file sharing stuff, right? That you right. I'm, I'm sure that there's torrent. There's probably some torrent stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Pirate Bay may still yeah. be able to get stuff from them. Who knows? But my point is, these younger people that don't have the money, um, why? How are they not sure they're just not stealing all the crap? Say that again. Um, they're, oh, why are they stealing it if they're not going to read it anyway? I mean, no, I said, how do we know that a lot of the D&D fans aren't just stealing it? Oh, Iron Man made a good comment. Put that back up. Yeah. 80% of all age groups don't read. Fair. That's true. I do not want to forget Patrick's comments. He made a couple above there. That, that'll bring up. Ah, man, it's going so fast. <laughs> I clicked on something and it's gone underneath my... <laughs> It's gone underneath my. Here we go. There we go. Yeah, dig this. This is Patrick Demo. Role playing is an activity to act out your fantasies and can be twisted to be downstream from sex. It's natural fit for the woke crowd that wants an outlet for their sexual escapades. And then he follows this up with the next one, which I hate this, but I think he's right. The wokening of the hobby was inevitable right and uh not to belabor eric july i mean i like the guy yeah but this is our channel right (laughs) but um no maybe he isn't the one who said that no this is uh this is uh um a max saying oh really um we exist in a hobby that's creative yes a lot of people artists art is a left-leaning thing at least it is at the moment so i mean at least it seems to be it may it may not have always been um there were creative types of all uh, creative folks of um all kinds of different persuasions but it just seems that uh the creative types right now are very left so because of that that's what uh I believe, and that's something that uh, that Max over at Legion of Myth has said. Yeah. Um, 
Max is boogieing. See you, bud. Oh, see you. See you, Max. Yeah, and we ain't got to put him up, but T-Shirt makes a comment about uh, he's made a lot of D&D characters and played campaigns. That just how, how did he say it? They leave him feeling. Let me find it. Um, yeah, there it is. I don't have a single 5e character character i guess he's saying i don't have it in his like his folder uh you know paper folder they're worthless forgettable and the campaigns were so embittering for me that i deleted the characters i want nothing that's interesting and he had previously said um i think he's talking about doing it on DD beyond he's played three different 5e campaigns the ease at making characters on DD beyond is a two-edged sword it's easy to make them but they're truly forgettable utterly utterly sorry utterly forgettable yeah um True. I kind of got that with um, um, I forget the name of it now. Hero. Hero, not Hero Forge. Hero. Oh, the one you are. Um, the, it's a. Uh, it's. I got into it when we got into Pathfinder. Your computer one. Uh, yeah. Not Hero Forge. The, it's a software made by Lone Wolf. Dang it! I remember the company. I can't remember the name. Hero. Hero Lab. It, Hero Lab, yes. Hero Lab, yeah. Hero Lab. And uh, with a couple of exceptions, yeah. Because you make so many, it's easy. Um, but with um, Pathfinder, there's a lot. There's so many different uh, choices and, and tweaks and all that stuff. It's a little more um, It's a little more involved. With 5e, you hardly have to do anything. Yeah, just pick a, pick a specialty at third level. I don't really call it a prestige, not a prestige class. Pick your, your little prestige path you know and there you go and you get your stuff but you know what i don't think that's bad to me that's not a bad thing i don't mind a class where you just get stuff and you don't i mean pathfinder and 3e suffer from way too much fiddly bits right you can just add this little piece that little piece this template that and i've talked about that but that's we're getting down a different path i think yeah i guess for me i just it's hard for me as a fan and this is what i've been thinking about the um, renounce part and the ridicule part of our three R's. If I'm going to renounce, I feel like my ridicule has to at least drop some. Meaning I, I, have, to, I have to let some of this stuff go if I'm renouncing. Yeah, if you hold on too tight, you might, you, you, you're, are you really renouncing it or are you? Right. Because even. I'm letting it yeah. get to me. Right. Even the foremost uh, practitioner of the renouncing, Eric July, he doesn't. He doesn't pick up everything and ridicule everything. He no. pick, you pick and choose. Yeah. You pick and choose. Like I said, um, a new product comes out, and it's um, obviously it's either either it's Watsy continuing to be stupid, or some other IP gets subverted. Like what happens with Conan? What happens when they make Conan into some weirdo stuff? Yeah. You know, some non-binary or yeah. some other IP that we like. Yeah. So you pick and choose. Yeah. So here's a question. As we lean into the last topic, renounce, I would say of these th of these three things, the middle one's the easiest. It's easy to complain and ridicule. Yes. Okay. Oh, Bruce is writing his own version of PF. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Um. So. It's easy to do the ridicule. Renouncing for some people is easier than others, or at least it appears easier than others. It's definitely hard for me, but I'm doing it, especially with the comic books and DC and Marvel. 
I'll watch the old movies that I own, but I, but even something I mentioned, I watched Wonder Woman again with my mother last week, and I saw some things in there I hadn't noticed before, and oh. my 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 radar is up a little bit higher. I still enjoyed the original Wonder Woman pretty well. The secretary's comment. Yeah, and a couple other too. There's actually a couple in there that was. There's a couple. I must have missed something. But I think they weren't horrible. But they're like, uh, that's bullcrap, Diana. But right. um, anyway, as as we start to go down. Um, this road of replacing so we need to focus on i don't say us but how do you ever i mean is replacing building a parallel economy like eric july again again i'm going to refer to him is that we're talking about well the action part of this we kind of have to because nobody else is really talking about that most people are on the osr train yep um who don't want anything to do with watsi or or paizo or Red Hat and all these people, they're on the OSR train or they're, they're playing other games completely. So, uh, and they're just playing. There's not a whole lot of talk or that I can, that I can see about making, um, about making new stuff, making a competitor to Wizards of the Coast. And I imagine most people will balk at it and say, you can't do it. Yeah, which makes me want to try, but I don't. Yeah. I'm not a game designer. I'm I don't not a writer. We, I, I feel like we don't have the chops. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Yeah, I mean, as much as I love the idea of, oh, what's Bruce got to say, Randy? Oh, of course, it did it again. That's not the one I wanted to click on, but not oh, because I don't like Bruce. I like that one. It's gonna be his version is gonna be Mathfinder, I guess. It will cater Mathfinder. to Jewish accountants that love clickety clackety math rocks. D100 powered encourages the use of college college rule notebooks, baby. Discourage the use. Uh, notebooks discourage the use. Oh, discourage the use. Oh, okay. discourage yeah. the use of Hero Lab. Hero Labs. You must show your work. Amen, Bruce. Yeah. Show your stinking. That's work. the one I was trying to click on. Oh, okay. So T-shirt historian says I've talked with Andre at. Um, M.E. I'm not sure what that is. That's being being ignorant yeah. about Conan. Um, <laughs> the owner of the rights for Conan, Frederick Malmberg, is very particular about keeping Conan true to Howard. I'm good. And, yeah. So he, the, the IP has a custodian, which is awesome. Which um, LOTR did have one before Christopher Tolkien passed away. Well, they had um, uh, There's another little bit that I heard. The um, I don't know his name. Um, I only heard it once or twice, but there was a, a Tolkien scholar, an actual Tolkien scholar, uh, Tom something. Yeah. Tom something. Yeah. Uh, that was involved with the production of, uh, rings of power or ring of power. And he decided, uh, or no, he, all of a sudden he was no longer involved in it, uh, after a particular interview. And apparently he said things, midnight's edge and he midnight's edge. Thanks. Oh. So, so, so a person who could have been, um, a, uh, a custodian with regard to this production right. was, in, um, either left on his own or was invited to leave. And I believe it was because he made a comment about something about the lore and they, t- they said he had broken an NDA. It was just an excuse. He gave nothing away about what they were doing. Something about the lore. Oh, Darth Theic asks, why don't you guys have the chops? Well, okay. It's possible we do. We right. just haven't explored them. Correct. We are not green, truly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm toying with the idea of running what we have of Mudsword at uh, VengerCon. 
So if any of you folks make it, you might get a chance to play our tackle of a truly just an OSR variant. But Joe and I have been leaning toward changing Mudsword to its own own thing. You know, own thing. Really, its own thing, not I, Holden. I think we have good ideas. I do too. We just don't. We just don't have experience with writing. Yep. Which there's one great thing that gets you experience writing. <laughs> right. It's writing. Yes. So we got to do it. You got to do the work. Yeah. Ha, Baron G Rock. <laughs> Chops are in the freezer. Not in my house. My wife's a vegetarian, so. Oh, they are at mine. We're light on. We're on. We're light on the meat here, though. I try to. I try to. Uh, um, buy as much as I can when she's not looking. Yeah, uh, now pork chops and steaks and ribs are at the menu on at the Nichols household. We've got a big stand-up freezer. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Has convenient company. We can fly as a flag. Oh, ASA flag. I'm sure that's a typo, but yeah. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> convenient company. You can fly. Fly a flag. Maybe you just yeah. flag. This geek can put its flag under pointy hat. That, and we've talked. I've mentioned that to him and Joe before. I mean, that's not a wrong. That's not a bad idea at all. Oh, our man's in. Shad's are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bruce says I'll help Joe with the meat. And you know this this could be um, this could be a double entendre because there are those th- kinds of things. And no. Bruce, Bruce, I I really like you, but I'm married. <laughs> so sorry 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 i, I don't hate to break uh break it to you that way but uh i i'm taken dude he just made an offer don't don't hate the don't hate the message tom shippy that's who it was there's t-shirt with the with the foo the token foo tom shippy the token scholar invited to leave because he supposedly broke an nda amazon only has the rights to appendices not lotor or hobbit yeah tom shippy he could have been uh, a custodian, but was um, invited off. Okay, Shansar is here and has offered his opinion. Let's see what it is. Yes. The biggest problem with reboot, remake, retoolings are the fact that they missed the point of why brand is popular. Well, that's what the new okay. Well, I think he's talking about LOTR right there. I think he's right. They're trying to re- retool it. We'll find out. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure they'll miss the point. So, um, so yeah, so replace, you know, we got that 800 pound gorilla in the room, D and D and everybody says this, but you only say it cause you don't think he'd be done. And Pathfinder did it for a while. Pathfinder bit, beat D and D for a while, even when five E came out, but it was using D and D's sloppy seconds. Correct. Well, well the expectations of a, a segment of the, of the hobby. Yeah. which was we like this, which was at the time third edition, and we want continued support. And that's why there, there's a big healthy, uh, I don't know if it still exists, mm-hmm. like it did then. But then, and I was part of it, we want a healthy hobby with su- continued support. Yeah. And then when, and that's what we liked about third edition. Yep. We kind of didn't care all that much about the rules changes to not enough to not play. No. You right? mean going from second to third? Right. Oh. So, cause, because there was the idea that Wizards of the Coast was going to fall, and what the heck were we going to do? There's nothing we can do now because Wizards of the Coast was going down. Well, to we be had a limited perspective. I loved third edition when it came out. Right, I loved right. It. 
Right. I didn't, we liked it. I wasn't just doing it because it was the D&D that I thought was going to be gone. I, I mean, that might have been in the back of my mind. But when I got it, I was impressed. Right. Right. And we were, I think we were thinking there wasn't going to be D&D anymore. Right. And mm-hmm. then we had it. And it was well produced. Yes. Okay. And then fast forward to the end of that production run when what was the coast decided to go with a, a fourth edition, which was oh. not our t- cup of tea to put it right. mildly. And, um, Paizo decided to basically carry the th- third edition torch with their little tweaks. And we were like, okay, this is practically the same thing. So let's just go with this. Mm-hmm. We, and we called it D and D because it pretty much was right. Uh, from that point perspective, it was third edition with my, very minor tweaks. Mm-hmm. I think we even said, as long as they don't do what Wizards of the Coast did wrong, which was the gigantic amount of books and rules editions and stuff like that over time. Mm-hmm. But they ended up doing it. And, and then uh, now they're in their second edition and all that. Anyway. So does does this replace them? So we're on the third R. Well, the first R, again, reminder for those that are coming in a little bit later, uh, the first R was renounce, renounce all these old ways, ridicule the people, you know, or the companies anyway, and their ideas, and then now replace it with what? So do we have to compete with this 800-pound gorilla, Joe? And when I say we, I don't mean just us. Yeah, Even yeah. Sick of this crap and wants to follow the three R's and wants to replace it, wants to compete maybe parallel-wise as in a, a different game. Is there a way to make a game? I mean, no one's made a game yet. Correct me if I'm wrong. That competes with D and D. Not in any meaningful way. Please don't bring up Vampire. That was due to TSR's financial issues. Had they gotten their crap out to the market, no one cares. I mean, I'm not saying you didn't have a big Vampire thing, but it wasn't. I don't believe it was that big. I think people were just just dreaming. It was the cool thing on the block. And it was pretty impressive. It wasn't even Pathfinder. In my right. Right. So hard numbers to be convinced otherwise. Right. So the only reason competition and replacing is a thing in this conversation is yeah. a lot of us would rather Wizards of the Coast either gave up that IP to somebody who would be a better custodian of it, or they would switch, uh, change directions. Right. And the only way that's going to happen is if they're competed with to such a degree that they feel it in their wallets. So, and um, that may still not do it because they might, as someone has suggested, shelve the IP. So, which in that so, case, the competition will win. So, right. So if, so replace doesn't have to be prefaced with com- com- compete. Okay. It only really needs to be, uh, what replaces for is um, I'm doing something else because I don't like this other thing. If it ends up competing, great. If it ends up supplanting, even better. Um, and Patrick says, I don't think you're ever going to replace D&D. So don't just make what's being asked for an alternative. Um, the thing is, it doesn't matter whether or not anybody thinks it can be replaced or not. We need an alternative or we would like an alternative. Need is maybe a little strong, but we would like an alternative. So let's do it. If it ends up um, being competitive, 
even if it doesn't replace Wizards of the Coast, that would be great. Well, then you could say, then you could bring in Vampire, you can bring in Savage Worlds, you can bring in pa- uh, Pathfinder itself, other games that are that are have a following. Um, play especially games. now that Pathfinder has a second edition that is not. Yeah, re- it, it has some res- resemblance to D and D, but first edition, I would I would hesitate to even uh, bring um, alter uh, alternates in that are OSR because they're just they're D and D. But we can, for the sake of argument, I guess. Well, my thought is, if you it's, let's say pundits, lion, and dragon took off, and a large portion of segment of the hobby, at least a portion equivalent to a Savage Worlds, because people that love Savage Worlds, dude, they freaking love that game. Okay, Cal's in the house. What's up, bud? Um, I think uh, he was the lone uh, feedback from the internets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. So my point is, hmm, what was I saying? I got a little old man-itis here. I had thought, and not, not being the smart one, having a thought's not enough. I got to get it out or I'll lose it. Right. Shoot. Oh, well. Well, um, so Shadzar, uh, isn't all this just an echo of what Pundit has been saying for a year, the purpose of the OSR, but the OSR doesn't fit everyone. Right. The OSR isn't for everyone because not everybody likes the older versions of D&D. Yep. Um, and OSR um, has, a pur- has a purpose and has a place because a lot of people like it. So I'm not, I'm not uh, dishing on the OSR precisely. I just think that um, it's been here a while and hasn't really been what we are talking about. It's not really an alternative that's competitive in any kind of way. For some people, that might be satisfying enough. I have an alternative. I don't have to pay attention to Wizards of the Coast at all. This is what I'm doing. I don't have to worry about it. I don't know about this edge of time. Castles and Crusades was a contender for a minute. When it first came out and they had Gygax with them, and it was like our version of third edition, that was kind of the deal. Uh, had a lot of 3E mechanics. Uh, maybe. You might be right. I don't know the numbers. Is there an OSR product now? Is there an OSR product that can touch Savage Worlds numbers? I don't think so. I would say no. The OSR uh, crowd is fr- uh, fractionated. Yes. I mean, it's in different directions. Yeah. So consolidating all of that together as a thing, you might be able to say, yes, maybe. I don't know what the, um, I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah, I don't either. I don't even know if there are numbers to find. Oh, I mean, there, there are, are numbers. No, not to find. They, they, I don't know if there are um, reported anywhere that they could be aggregated and said to, to a degree to say, OSR as a whole competes with the it competes within the hobby to this degree dcc is probably not edge of time is bringing another good one up it has some good followers but i would i don't know if many people would say dcc is osr it's pretty yeah. different it's pretty different from the osr it's um, it's, it's an ogl yep and it's mm. you could say that it has it's not an um it's not a clone precisely yeah 
but it's certainly you could say it has a it has an old school feel in that it's dangerous and um it has some other things that osr people will like about it right but some things that some osr people won't because it's wonky yeah so i guess what we're saying there with replace just replace it for yourself right is that our best bet Either find the thing or create the thing that you like. So if you're an OSR guy and you love Lion and Dragon, that's your dude. Support the crap out of it. Talk about it. Yeah. Promote it. If you can, if you have your own channel and there's a, some folks here that do, yeah. we, that's what we should be doing. Yeah. If the thing is, and uh, I have uh, one of... Um, Pundit's products on my shelf over there. I have his, uh, um, what's it called? It's not over there. It's up there. Uh, World, of, World of the Last Sun. Yeah, yeah, I want to pick that and up. And it has some uses, but you can't say that its production quality is on par with a Watsi or a Paizo. And it can't be. Just got this today. Mm-hmm. I have World Without Numbers. This is his Stars Without Numbers revised. And production quality, it's Kevin Crawford makes some nice stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not really sit down and read the rules. It's pretty, I think it, it's it's similar rules in both games. Is it OSR? Um, I don't know yet. I haven't read it. I'm going to say probably not, but he's a guy that I, I would love to get to those games to the table. There's some things about him I really like. I'm not sure how the game would play. Um, but I guess the end, the replace is, would you say that our this replacement idea of the three R's, just play the games you like and forget the ones you, the people and companies you hate. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Go ahead. We have, we have a complaint. Ooh, where is that? Uh, we have a complaint. Apparently, even though I said it and checked it, to uh, for embedding, mm -hmm. um, somehow it got changed. Let's see. Cool. Go ahead and talk. I'm going to. Oh, so anyway, people out there, do you think? Um, do you think this idea of replacing, if we're not going to support Watsi D and D, if we're not going to support any kind of wokeitude, and people are saying you got OSR, can you really compete with D and D? Should you care to? Should we just try to make games and find one we like and just support the crap out of those? Is that what we should? To me, that feels like the best solution to replace. If we hit, if we hit a, a gold nugget, and we get at the level of Savage Worlds or Vampire the Masquerade when in its heyday, um, yeah. Okay, so Indigo Dragon, you, uh, not, not wrong one. Um, I missed it again. Indigo Dragon, I replaced D&D &D long ago. What did you replace it with? Oh, here's something Just about... Just to let you know, Shadzar, uh, it says right here, allow embedding. It's checked, and it's... Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure what... Uh, embedding is a problem for us? I, I don't know. Oh, so it was just a general comment. Yeah. Oh, so Check he... That. So we can't share it on Facebook if it's not. No, no. It's just it has it has been. Uh, I don't know if it's every stream. It probably isn't because I have been checking that. So it's happened. 
That's yeah. for sure. We are we are a young channel. Hmm. So I'm not sure. He said uh, that the problem is. He was saying the problem is we don't we don't uh, have visibility because of the non embedding. So I'm not sure oh, okay. what thread that they were. Um, um, what thread that's on? Anyway, sorry to derail. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I so, derailed. Yeah, that's all right. You're the tech man. I understand. So back to my question then, Joe. So with the replacement, our third of the R, it feels like for us, it's just play games where we like the creators or create our own and just be happy with that and support the crap out of it and see what happens. Is that the best solution with replace? Rather than try to, you know, do what we've talked about forever. Um, um, I, don't I don't know if that's a, um, instead of making our own. Not just making our own. Do we do we need to just be satisfied with um, being, you know, we got our own game. We can play. Who cares about the rest of the hobby? Anybody else? I know you love the word the community. Let me answer. Let me check Indigo Dragon here. I asked him a question. He has got rid of D&D, uh, Conan, Burning Wheel, Torchbearer, Worlds Without Number. Yeah, I've got that book, too. I want to try it. Hyperborea, that's coming in, hopefully soon. Index Card RPG, that nah, looks a little too narrative for me, but hey, that's cool. Um, better than 5e. I don't disagree. Would really love to see. I need to watch a review somewhere of Worlds Without Numbers. I feel like that's a potentially really good one. Um. Yeah, T-shirt. Trust. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Darth told you that you should. You could know. Someone said you could write for um, Edge of Time. You could write for Savage Worlds. That's a that's a pretty nice one to write for. I think they're pretty open to ideas. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so my point is, with replace Joe, do we? Is there a point in trying to find the great defeater of D and D? Well, if there is enough people actually making good content out there, I would think that at least for um, folks who want it, it should surface. And maybe maybe there already is one out there. Maybe there are several. Mm -hmm. They don't have any market share. Right. Hmm. Can they even get it? I don't know. That's that's beyond our scope. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm got my pulse on really well. I'm not a marketing guru. Right. right. But at one point, Pathfinder got the market share from Wizards of the Coast. It did for D and D at least. Maybe not. Probably not the rest of it. But definitely got um, market share from D and D from Wizards of the Coast. They did it by having a D and D clone, essentially. But um, they still did it. So if it, it might not be, if someone would say that's lightning in a bottle, you can't get it twice and all that other stuff. But I'm not sure if that's what that was. It might be. It might have been. Who knows? It could be what uh, Sean Garaby, <laughs> Scott Garaby, says D&D &D is just part of, the, part of the fabric of society. You can't overcome it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Bruce says, I prefer the mechanics of 3.x to early TSR. My complaint with the old is the same as now. The high-level games are better. The monsters are true terrors. It's CR 17 plus. Um, didn't find that. I found kind of the opposite. Um, I thought high-level, I thought in both games, 
monsters got rolled most of the time. If you pulled a monster out of a book, you pretty much couldn't play it. Once characters got to 15th level, you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't play a monster out of the book back in the day, unless you put them up against a you know a massive what are they called great red worm and they're only 15th level. Yeah, okay, but that's a CR 26 back in three five. Um, but I do, but I'm with you. I, I kind of agree. If, if you cornered me now, I, I love the feel of OSR, but the more I play Mud Sword, the more I play, think about playing old school games. I like the feelings and the feels that it gives me, but they go some of the other stuff. I see the, I see the model Tinas of that, of those games. And I like a newer one. Um, mm-hmm. I like the, the feel of old school that, Adventuring yeah. is dangerous. Yep. Races and classes are distinct. Yep. Um, specific rules past that. I'm not, I'm not married to any of that. No, uh, I, I'm not. You can have distinct races without having um, racist class. I, I've never, I, I don't, I think that could be an option, but it shouldn't be every adventuring elf is a fighter magic user of lesser ability essentially yeah um you can do other things and still say and still have um humans unlimited level in the classes and elves and dwarves and halfling and whatnot do other things that make them distinct and be distinct right that's what i like about it that's and it's implemented in a particular way but it's not necessarily uh implemented in uh what i think might be the best way or even good. It's just, it's okay. That's why I say Model T. It's okay. Yeah. It's playable, and I have a nostalgia for it. So that's, I think, for the specific rule set, I think nostalgia is the bigger draw than the rules being good. Right. <clears throat> okay. So. So as far as what's our best option, I don't know. This is, okay. this is early days for our talk in this sure. i think i think um what, what we're saying is not necessarily that these things will result in replacing D D. right we were i think what we're more saying is don't feed don't feed the monster right so replace it in your life and hold up the things that are good and Hopefully things will, um, maybe Wizards of the Coast might be dropped a peg. Who knows? That's not something that anybody can predict. Yeah. And maybe in the end, just the whole idea of renouncing, ridiculing, and uh, replacing, that's just a good three-step program. Yeah. It's a personal strategy. Not yeah, necessarily, sure. not right. necessarily um, everybody must or, right. you're, or you're a bad person. Right. No. If you want to play 5e, play it. I don't care. I'm not right. going to All right. Well, I think we've maybe beat this. <laughs> if I can run, get it, Cal, if I can get enough players, I'll run almost anything. Oh, cool. Yeah, getting players can be tough. I'm I'm very spoiled. Joe and I are spoiled. Yeah, and all, a lot of our perspective is from that spoiled position. I won't call it privilege because I don't want to give any uh, <laughs> yeah. juice to the other side, so to speak. Right. But – we have a lot of we have a lot of players to draw from, so we don't have the problems that. And even though they'll say you still need it, we don't need 
to do any more curating. We have a well-curated, well-heeled, well-trained group of vocal players. And, um, you know, we, we can get on each other's nerves a little bit, because, but we're friends, and yeah. we, we have little buttons we know about each other. Mm-hmm. So we try not, well, I try not to push them, but, um, you know, we're, we have a good group. Yeah. Good, good, good fellas and girls that we'd like to play games with and we don't have to worry about um, consent forms and um, session zero and safety tools which is a stupid term but that's what we have and all this other nonsense someone says hey I'm go- I want to run a game and the folks that say yes they go play and that's about as simple as it is and that's about as simple as it should be um, the only difference would be with strangers. You might want to talk to them a little bit. That's all you need. This is not something we've had. Poor Darthic. The big problem I'm having, uh, um, what's that, OS? Is. Oh, is, is that my players don't like learning new games. I don't have a lot of options for new groups around here. That's interesting. We absolutely don't have that issue. We, uh, we, we have a lot of different people with a lot of different tastes um, in games, though we, we overlap enough so that it works. And then if someone brings in something new, uh, someone's going to try it. Yeah. And I tell you what, even in the, I'm not trying to blow smoke up his hind tail, but if Randy has a game and Randy says, hey, I'm going to run this new game, as people are going to come and play. Respect. <laughs> Especially if um, presented characters are provided. Yes. That's preferred anyway. If you if you're in, introducing a new game, yeah, for me, first session is pre-gen. Second yeah. session is make your own. Yeah, if we like it, we get to a second session. <laughs> Martinson at Joe, except when you wouldn't let my scientists look at any alien bodies. Hey, that's the game rules. He just used a he just used an ability he had written on his character sheet. Command, leave those alien bodies alone. Come on, scientist boy. We're out. We're out, and you're leaving. Roll resistance. Ripley. Ripley, we are leaving. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Good times, baby. It is. It's a tricky for that game. That's a tricky um, mechanic. Yes. Yeah, it is. Because um, I always, I, I generally balk at using charms and stuff as a player on other players. Yeah. Uh, I don't like doing that. No, but I think in that game, he's talking about Alien the RPG. It makes sense in that game. In the cinematic mode, it's okay. Because we are telling, oh, we're going to hate this. A specific story. (laughs) Well, we are, because you're kind of taking the role of a character. The hated word. Yeah, it is a hated word. And it's a little different experience, but it is fun. Uh, T-shirt's got some problems, too. Says the Grogs he plays with honestly aren't fans of older editions. Interesting. They found them grindy and slow. Really? And they hate 5e, so we mostly stick to 3.x Pathfinder. That's not grindy and slow. I feel a little trapped, so I'm trying C&C. That's a good compromise, yeah. Good mm. compromise because, well, C&C lets you have a feel of 3rd edition without so much of the, all the miniature rules and moving and all that good stuff. Sorry. No, that's okay. I usurped your screen. Go ahead, usurper. Yeah, uh, um... Mortensen is just giving me a hard time. That's all right. No, it's not. Joe's used to it. He, he likes it. Keep keep coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's one of our newbies. Larry Elliott says uh, he enjoys trying different games, especially as a new player. Yeah, Larry's up for about, about anything when it comes to tabletop. So 
But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that, guess It sucks that you can't get the game you want to the table. Um, I can honestly say I've never had that issue when I was young. I was just a bit of a jerk, and I had the book, so we played what Randy wanted to play because he was a DM and he had the books. Um, and then now, uh, as Joe said, I'm just such a phenomenal dungeon master. I just have to show up. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't hurt that most people want to play and not no, DM. It true. doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt me at all because I'm like right. I'm one of a handful of people that really want to DM, and so they're like, "Oh, you're DMing something? We're in." So it's yeah. probably not me. It's just, oh, I don't have to run. I'll play whatever crap. Right. Oh, it's it's uh, it's it's a bit of both. Yeah. Uh, Pandorum is that a game? Oh, Pandorum. I'm not hurt. I don't. It rings okay. a bell, but I just can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. I, I haven't heard enough about it, so I'm not sure. So any more information would be great. Pandorum. Well, Cal, I feel for you. TS, uh, T-shirt, I do hope you get them to try CNC. I never got that to the table. Um, but he has all the supplements. Okay. Yeah, he's talking with – he's he's doing some – they're doing some chatty chat in the chat. It doesn't oh. have – yeah. yeah. It's a, Pandorum is a movie. Okay, okay. Okay, right. dokey. And check that out. It's not too, probably not woke. I've had your time to watch it. Oh, shall we uh, put this to bed and move to segment three, you think, or not? It is. This is food for thought, folks. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a prescription for you. This is just food for thought. Um, so when I uh, uh, put up my little promo for the, for the uh, episode today, I said, um, did IPs got you down? Yeah. <laughs> so to me, a lot of these IPs are dead. Yeah. Uh, there's no going back with D and D unless you just, as far as expecting the company to do anything different. Um, most of, most of the um, comic book uh, things that we've uh, got suckered into. Yeah. With, I mean, I like iron, I liked iron man and iron man too. Yeah. And the beginning of the of that Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. but it sucked us in. It did. And then they 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 put. I don't know if they intended the switch, but they sure are doing it. They're sure doing it. At least in Captain Marvel, it got stupid, a little bit dumb with Black Panther, uh, just a little bit. I enjoyed Black Panther, but it's a little. Wakanda's can do everything. Look at Wakanda; they're the best thing in the whole universe. Right. Uh, um, I guess I'm. I read an older. I love Black Panther back in the day. I read the comics. I don't remember Wakanda being this super enhanced, amazing, technologically advanced society, but maybe they were. And there, there were plenty of super science um, niche societies on Earth that somehow existed and nobody found. Sure. Until, sure. They're, they're they're all over the. There, there's a lot of them. What about this, what about the obvious one? And they're not really secret, but Shield. Right. Shield. <laughs> And you know what? You know what reeled me in? What? Doctor Strange. Oh, of course. And you know, you know how subverted that IP got. Mm-hmm. And most people are not. I, I guarantee you, most people aren't going to be hip to this. They destroyed. I don't know if they fixed it in post, but they destroyed um, the Orb of Agamotto. Right, because it was a. It was one of the. Uh, Infinity Stones. Right. Um, he basically, um, in the movie, he basically went in there and just said, oh, oh I'm taking this. Mm-hmm. Then he found the cloak. Yeah. 
when those were gifts from the ancient one. Right. And he's the Sorcerer Supreme in the comic. He has the orb of Argamato. They uh, essentially... Argamato, right? There's an orb as well. Oh, okay. And they essentially got the orb. They have that kind of in the movie with that orb that kind of shows the earth and mm-hmm. there's three sanctums that yeah. protect the earth. No, 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 no. That's that's cutting the Sorcerer Supreme by one third. Yeah. He's the man. He does it all. He right. protects the earth dimension. There's no other associate masters that help him out with that. Yeah. Um, so no. So, oh, but you know, they've got to have room for, uh, the uh, Scarlet Witch to come in there and whoever's going to be replacing, replacing everything. So, what are you talking about, Mortensen? The ancient one got killed in the movie. She was the ancient one. Yeah, the girl. With, and the ancient one wasn't a girl. Shaved head. Yeah, the ancient one was an Asian man. Yeah, that was, and that was the ancient one. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So dead IPs all over the place. Yeah. And so I'm tired of them. So I'm just going to look for other stuff. Yeah. I think that's I'm done. Idea. Yeah. So yeah. that's all. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's not yeah. prescriptive. It's right. if you're having problems, here's a possible solution for you. Yeah. Find other stuff in I'm the comic book realm. Yep. Eric Lies got his stuff coming out. Hopefully in a month or two, he's had a few delays. Indiegogo has plenty of comic skate folks. Comicscape. Driver, Graham Nolan, love that dude. Don't know if he's Comicscape, but his comics are cool. And got one called, uh, recently got Monster Island, Return to Monster Island. And it's definitely all very masculine. And I'm doing the manly two-fisted tales that's coming out soon. So I can't wait for that one. Movie-wise, I think we're going to have to wait for a while. I'm not sure. Um, um, I know that Gina Carano is in a movie over at um, Daily, Daily Wire. That Daily Wire has a production company. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, Bruce, no, go ahead. No, I did not. I know he. I didn't look. I, I asked him about it. He had. He put a. a um, he has a Kickstarter, and he put um, the old the old Sunsworn book up as a um, an option, but. Um, I ran out of extra cash to put to that stuff. So where, where, where will I find that at Joe? What, what are you talking? I noticed I couldn't find a place to order it. I saw him on Indiegogo. They seem like all his things were all, well, he's got a new one for a graphic novel. Um, right. So the graphic novel, the, the Sunsworn, if you look up that on, on um, whatever crowdfunding site it is, I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, options, and it was limited. It was one, there were only 10. So it might have all got a little bit beat up. Only one yeah. today was was so far. I was going to get that. I think I might do that one. And that's that's all I could find. So I'm yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, Bruce, I have also uh, I told uh, T-shirt historian I have ordered Berserk Volume One. So I got that manga coming in. So there you go. What's an interesting hill to die on? Do you see that comment by Edge of Time? Might be an, what might be an interesting hill to die on? 
I don't think we need to die. <laughs> right. But I mean, everybody dies. Every, everybody dies eventually. <laughs> punch, your, punch your flag, dude. Oh, video games. Oh, it's oh. not. It's not us. Yeah, yeah. Somebody we were else. talking about video games. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's not us, Edge. I'm not a video game guy, so. But that's cool if you are. I, I get I get bored easily with them, so. So okay, so do we want to move on to? Yeah, we're, we're going to actually bring back an old segment, a cabin con moment, because we are as of today, um, March, April, May. We're just under three months till the cabin con. Um, and it's time to get pumped up and ready. I'm, Let's explain to some of the new folks oh, what yeah, Cabin yeah, Con sure. is. Sure. Cabin Con, um, Cabin Con is a local um, get together and that is annual that we and our pals uh, attend. It's we get together at a uh, camping. Res- it's not camping resort, but it's a it's a cabins. It's called Cabin Con because the first one was in cabins, dirt with dirt floors. Dirt floor cabins, yeah, dude. And uh, we've upgraded since then. Now that now it's, uh, I think this is um, hunters use this to uh, place that we're at now. Bed, showers, and internet now, with a lake. <laughs> yes. So uh, it's not roughing it to any degree. No, sir. No, no, no. So we just, uh, it's a vacation. It's a uh, our best four days in gaming annual. We call it Cabin Con. So there are uh, there are occasionally out of towners, but it's mostly Michigan folks. Yeah, we got uh, one from Ohio coming this year. We have uh, two from Ohio coming this year now. Um, and oh yeah, Joe, you said that Patrick, you said that art is left leaning. The Cabin Con shirts will not be left leaning. All right, baby, the one artist. There is one artist who does not against the tide, one against the tide. He fights the tide. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so when we get together, we have a long weekend, um, a uh, <laughs> Thursday morning. Do camp for dorks. <laughs> there you go. And we game all weekend, mostly role playing games. So we have board games. I don't think there are too much video games going on, mm-hmm. um, but we sit and we'll roast marshmallows at night. Some folks drink beer. We had a few yard games last year. It's kind of fun. Not jarts, but something like it. It was fun. We get together and we just game our butts off. We do a lot of talking. We eat a lot of good food, a lot of bad food. Uh, it is more fun. We call it Cabin Con just because it's kind of con like. We don't have. Um, oh, dig Troy small, baby. Yeah, I was just about to put put that up. Uh-huh. I do a cabin con. Do, what do you call it? Unless you call it that, that'd be cool. Yeah, as well. But the cabin is a palace on Gull Lake. Ooh. We also uh, play for four to five days in northern. Um, uh, MN is Montana. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh yeah, Montana is MT. So Minnesota. Oh, that's not that's not far away. No, uh, includes merch and daily polar. Well, I, I will bow out of polar plunge. Dude, I've done it. I've done a polar plunge up here in Michigan. Yeah, I you're a weirdo. All in. Joe's a complete wuss bag. Let's put our shorts on and go do it, baby. No. Yeah. Clop con. That's cool. That is cool, man. All right, represent. I've, how do you? How do you do your merch? We would. Uh, I would love to. Uh, do you? Uh, well, we kind of do merch. Yeah, we t-shirts. Our buddy Patrick. Yeah, we do. T- we do t-shirts. I've been yeah. thinking about doing challenge coins, but they're kind of expensive. Oh, what 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 is what is talking about that? I don't know what that is. A challenge coin is a commemorative coin, and um, 
I'm familiar with them from the military. So if you were at a particular location of importance, sometimes coins were made and you would get one. And then you could, were you at blah, and you'd pull out your coin and challenge somebody. Oh, Shadzar, he's got it. Sounds like some sort of great outdoors minus John Candy and some male bondage. Oh, no, male bonding getaway. (laughs) Yeah. It's true, it is I don't know. Of, I don't know why you got the puke symbol there. It's a mailbox. I think it's his green. Stuff. I think it's envy. I think yeah, it's, it's all green. It's envy. I'm it's sure. Envy. No, seriously, I think it is, and I don't blame you, dude. It's a blast, Shadzar. It's a total blast. Um, no, it, we. I think we're more like a whole cabin con full of giant candies. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we kind of are a bunch of goofballs. We. Uh, yeah, we're goofy. We even have a we have a sign up board. Uh, we have three slots, and we get together. People run games. They put their games up for each. We have a morning slot, an afternoon slot, an evening slot, and uh, usually they run between three to five, four hours. Uh, though we really don't care how long they run. You're not. You could grab three guys and run a game all day. You know, it's up to you. Not many folks do that, but you could. You know, there's really no books. There's not sign up sheets in terms of like a um, a real con, but it is. You know. I organize it. We put people's names up and go do that thing. Oh, game bags, mugs, polar plunge, poker chips, dice trays. Everyone gets a T-shirt. Oh, that's cool. How many folks do you have, Troy? We've pushed 26. I think 25 or 26 is the most we've had. And do you basically say um, add to the cost to fund all these things? Right. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Orange whip. Or whip. 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 Cool whip. Whip. Right. So, um, yeah, we do the T-shirts. Yep. Um, one of these days, um, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm one of the, I've been warning people that I would put uh, the T-shirt art up on uh, our site, and I haven't done it yet because I'm lazy. I believe I have a copy of every piece of art for each T-shirt that Patrick has done. So if you ever want to borrow that and Shadzar, he said, uh, Randy's 40 and slip there told me, Oh, I needed to know. I can't tell what the emoji is. It's probably it's a, a monkey covering up his eyes. He loves it. So, and so he he know was, he's basically saying he loves it. And yes, it wasn't really Freudian. It was on purpose. What, what was your slip? I didn't even notice it. I said male bondage. So, oh, <laughs> well, we do kind of have the the gay joke things kind of run rampant. They've slowed down over the years. Yeah, yeah. You know how it is. You get twenty guys together. You can't help but talk about that stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but anyway, so CabinCon, dude, what are you doing? Because as you saw, the Eternal Game Master is currently not running anything. Did you see that? I posted that. Yes, I'm disappointed. I know. I'm going to go as a player this year. So I expect you to. Tim Scott's already telling me the sweet stuff he's going to be running. So what you I had thoughts about whenever you um, before you even um, said that. Mm-hmm. the day before or maybe the day before that, I was like, mm-hmm. I could do a thing. <laughs> you could. It, was a good, it was a good idea. <laughs> and now you forgot it. Yeah, I didn't write it down. So obviously I forgot about it. You need to keep a little notebook pad in your little pocket and never, ever lose it. So, but I'm going to, I'm saying I'm going to run nothing. And my wife said, yeah, right. I'm probably, probably when push comes to shove, I'll have one 13th age game. Well, we're supposed to be able to level each cabin con. That's right. That's the idea. I'd like to keep that going because it's a campaign of sorts, play yearly. And their seventh level, you guys want to pop to epic tier this year. So I will probably run a 
sweet um, D&D thing. Oh, Shadzar. Randy isn't even running Hero Quest. Shadzar, dig this. It is in an original box. I have not opened it yet. Hero Quest is sitting in my storage outside in the storage bin, unopened. No, I lied. It's in the closet. I didn't want to put it outside. But it's unopened. I have not even cracked it open yet. I'm not sure I'm going to keep it. I may sell it. See. But no, um, yeah, you should have, you should run something. I'm going to, I will probably end up having that 13th age game, but that's it. And I will run it one time and I've actually got the hand picked the players. Uh, well, I plan to run it one time. So <clears throat> Okay. Everyone brings food, alcohol. This is Troy Small on his con. Everyone brings food, alcohol, and snacks to share, but we have a meal planner who assigns what food people have to bring costs like 50 bucks each. Oh, wow. We tried doing that a few times, and it really just didn't – it didn't um, it didn't work out very well for us, the meal planning. Yeah. Uh, I've been gifted my membership to the con for years, so I don't exactly know as I do a lot of planning for it this year is the 11th annual <clears throat> what are we up to mr nichols patrick demo's got it cabin con 16 this year it's our 16th year um and t-shirt historian says the new hero quest of the old the new one i did buy into hasbro a couple years back before shame yeah beginning shame, of shame yeah but uh uh, yeah, I've got it. Uh, and I bought the whole full mega package deal. So except for a few new expansions, I have the whole ball of wax. I haven't decided if I'm going to even open it up. I may just sell it. So <clears throat> uh, We're almost legal. Yeah, 21. Yeah. Cabin Con is such a great time, but uh, we we have we have like had smaller or bigger groups. I remember one year in particular with food, everybody brought stuff and they just plopped all their snacks on the table. When we were all in the big house, like maybe 11 of us, and we just ate all sorts of stuff. Um, oh, yeah, a t-shirt. I will let you know, buddy. I am thinking seriously about it, um, but uh, probably would ask a pretty penny for it. It is the I don't know the title of the big Kickstarter, the Hasbro Pulse set. I bought the high-end one, so it won't be cheap. But if you're interested, um, give me a little time to think about it, dude. I may sell it to you. That's not okay. I'll keep you in mind. Bronstein, Cthulhu. Bronstein rings a bell, but I'm not sure what that is. Dude, you're friends with Dave Wesley. Isn't he the one that did the Brownstein game originally? Dude, dig that, Troy. If that's the guy. Yeah. Troy Small is working on a Cthulhu Brownstein this year for everyone to play the game. My friend Dave Wesley is helping me with the roles and goals for 24, 24-ish people. Uh, oh, Mythic Tier. Thank you, Shadzar and Tim Scott. Yeah, T-shirt. It's the Mythic Tier that I purchased. There is a few extra. Yeah, David. Yeah, dude. Brownstein, is that that early early uh, RPG yeah. that, that can- competes with the first <laughs> RPG? You could argue it was the first. It's where I have it in my uh, Secrets of Blackmore, where Dave's talking about how he set up with Arneson and some of the boys in Minnesota. Well, that's where 
that's where uh, Troy's from, so it makes sense. Um, that crowd did the Brownstein game. It was kind of a World War thing. He can World War One thing, and they took oh, yeah, and students. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was kind of the proto role playing game. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's neat. Uh, that's neat. So, so he knows twenty four people that don't have aren't on this channel. Whoa. That sounds so, like you have a mission, Troy. You do already. Your mission, if you're willing no to. Pressure. No, no pressure. No pressure. Oh, and you, you're a cabin con brother, so I feel like you have to do it. <laughs> if we had some kind of um, decent internet there, it would be cool. Oh, for us to have uh, at least a um, when they're at, well, we're not at the con probably the same time they. Oh, no, we're going in May, and they go in November. Yeah, so right. if we were doing it at the same time, that would be, be cool for us to like, you know, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, over the interwebs, but that's couple, not going to happen. A couple of them get on. Hey, do you think we'll be able to live stream this year at CabinCon? The internet there's not good. Yeah. Okay. May have to go old school podcast for that again. If and, and my laptop took a dump. Oh, okay. So um, I think the best we can hope for again is to do some recording. And then post afterwards. Okay. Unless something changes between then and now. Oh. So what are you doing for Cabin Company? Nothing right now? No plans? I have some I have some plans on running some games, yes. Okay. So they are going to be um either let's see. Um I oh yeah. I have uh replenished a bit of my um my collection and I picked up Marvel superheroes. Really? How, where and how much? Oh, it was dirt cheap. It was only 30 bucks, 30, 35, something like that. You did on eBay. Yeah. It's the, it's the, um, yellow it's one? The, the yellow box. Yeah. Dude. Sometimes it's, it's like 80, 150 depends on condition. This isn't in mint condition, but, it's um, got rules, right? It's got all the rules. And got the little the little DM screen with the different scale and color and mm -hmm, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Dude, all right. Kick myself and, uh, butt for so I had all that stuff. Remember? Yeah. I even had the magic supplement. God, what an idiot. I, I have that. that. I've had that for forever. That has oh. Doctor Strange on the cover. You loved it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have an advanced a purple cover. As uh, the colors on it are purple, um, the major colors. Yeah. An advanced rule set. So I don't know. Uh, I've, I was thinking about looking for that, but right now I don't have it's any spare good, though. I mean, it's it's a good uh, – the advanced set is good. So, yeah. yeah, Troy clarified, Dave Wesley created Brownstein, which evolved into Blackmore. Yep, true. Oh, that is really groovy. He's got one of the old guards. Does does Dave go to your cabin con, Troy? Or is he just helping you with the game? Does he make it up there? I don't know. He's an older fellow now. I'm not sure if he does that kind of travel. He might. Look at me calling him older. I'm 50-something. <laughs> yeah. Old guy. He ain't young like me. Yeah. You're a youngin still. Youngin. Okay. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't quite decided precisely. All um, right. Dude, run Marvel. That would be awesome fun. Tim Scott's going to do a bunch of DCC. We're in for it, man. It's going to be fun. I, I just listened to an older episode of... of um, um, Legion of Myth, and they were talking about Tune, and for a half a second, I was like, hmm, I wonder if that would be a good game for the Cabin Con guys, but we are hyper-competitive. Yes. 
and this game isn't about that at all. So, well, two is not. Not really. Yeah, I think a game that we would have fun with. Um, oh yeah, Martinson's running Aliens RPG for us. That's good. That's good. No, it's a fun time. Um, I've always thought Paranoia would be fun at Cabin Con. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. I have. I think I have the second edition of Paranoia. I should really run that sometime. I might even break out my. Uh, my wife has uh, a first edition. Uh, I think first print run of Cyberpunk. And uh, she gave that to me, or is at least letting me hold it. One of the two. Well, I've, yeah, I've never played that. So um, I'm, I might break that open and see if we might uh, just run some. I just run some old games. Yeah, dude, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I don't have. I really don't have any. Well, I have Basic Fantasy, and I have Osric. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about running some old games. Yeah. I think that's that's cool. We probably should. Okay, man. Okay. So Troy says Dave does not come up there. He only games at his own cons or one ones that comp his room and travel. Okay, that's cool. He has his own cons. Of, well, he's been around a long time. Of course, he probably. I'm sure our idea is not unique. Obviously, it's not. No, I actually have heard another place called Cabin Con. Oh, our boy Larry's running his first game. Larry, our 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 rookie is running a 13th age game so that's cool i wanted to pick up torg back in the day but never did i have either what, what do you think of a t-shirt i don't have it but I've, I've thought about it and do you have the newest iteration of it the possibility wars that's torg right uh i remember reading the blurb on it yeah. and it was interesting it's if i'm remembering correctly it has a similar um it has a similar genesis to um, Shadowrun, where it's Earth, but something happens and Earth changes to a magical Earth. And I think there's people portaling between worlds. Yeah. In Thorg. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I may be misremembering that, but I don't know. I know they have a lizard dude on the cover, a lizard yeah. man dude. So I think he has a gun or something. I don't remember. Laser, freaking laser beam. There you go, Martinson. Cyberpunk 2020 was definitely better than Cyberpunk Red. Yeah, Red's the newest one. I think it's pretty narrative yeah so i have um hold on a second joe's taking off on me i don't know can't tell what that guy's gonna do at any moment he can get up and go grab a role-playing game kind of like that about him though yeah so i i think yeah hey guys i'll probably take it uh let's see T-shirt. At Biggest Geek, I have the old version, ran it a lot. I also have the new one. It's good, easy to run, and the newest version is very tactile. Oh, my. Wifey Poo's got the old one. No kidding. Is that the first edition? Is that the first edition? It's got to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. It's old. old. Are Talsorian games? Are Talsorian. They're not even in. I don't. Are they even uh, a company anymore? Dude, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Now, the books on the inside look... Oh, yeah, this says 2020. Oh, huh. This is... Um, is it Cyberpunk 2020? Yeah. This okay. is actually a separate game. Oh, isn't so, it? wow. So she has the box set. She has the box set and then 2020. Mm -hmm. It's a different oh, game. Wow, okay. I have never, I have never opened it. <laughs> I've never opened it until now. 
Oh, Patrick says, our Talsorian is still around. I thought so. What do they make now? Oh, no. <laughs> they had a comp. I think he's joking around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> right. I had so, so are they the ones responsible for the... Cyberpunk? I mean, uh, from what I understand, uh, maybe I'm not remembering this correctly. 2077 is a video game. Never mind. Mr. Troy asked the question. Yes, we do, sir. Joseph, the wizard, uh, puts these videos on uh, YouTube, and we, we he posts them as uh, podcasts. Uh, and get them on your favorite podcatcher. Yes, we do that. So this will go uh, up on our channel. Uh, we don't have that many followers, so uh, it doesn't make any sense for me to do any paywall stuff. Yeah. So it just goes up. Yeah. See you, so Troy. Good nice chatting. Thanks for... Uh, joining us tonight he's bugging out so all right bring cool. friends next time yeah bring them feel free oh hold on t-shirts not joking bro nope not joking no Say joke who did i them? know somebody else who says that a lot <laughs> who does same girl who Biden. oh same girl who did the combat wheelchair for 5e also did one for cyberpunk red free download yeah that's that's the that's the correct price actually she should pay you to download it <laughs> okay, so all joking aside, in a cyberpunk game, which is modern, yeah, you could easily have somebody that's bound to a wheelchair, but is jacked in. Yeah, super tech man. You might have a super tech wheelchair. Yeah. I mean, um, OG um, comic books. Um, Professor X was in a wheelchair. Nobody complained. So done properly. If it's just there, right? Then who cares, right? But uh, um, it's not something to aspire to. Well, and in D and D, it just—it's dumb. I'm sorry. Right, it is. Just dumb. Wait till fifth level; they'll cure you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. You do you, man. If that's what your game's going to be about. You combat your wheelchairs. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, um, I would use one. On a comic book here? Wouldn't be crippled, but I'd use one. They're tough. They're very powerful. <laughs> oh, he makes a good point. Why would you? Yeah, have... you can do the cybernetics thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, why would you even have a wheelchair if you can cybernetic people? That's up? true. I forgot about the cybernetics. Yeah. Thing. Duh. Make me a Terminator. Screw the cyborg. I mean, screw the wheelchair. Right. Yeah. But it's it's an identity thing. Yeah, yeah. Being being wheelchair bound is for some people identity. Don't erase that. No, 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 no. All right. So Cabin Con, um, I'm going to run something. Don't know what. Run old games. That'd be great. I'm probably going to do one 13th age game or at least have one ready. I may run it multiple times. I usually only get to run it once because I don't usually have enough interest, honestly. Well, sometimes I have last year I had interest for two times. So, but um, if I just run that game, then I could run more often, but I plan to play a whole bunch. Uh, Cause like I said, I don't, I don't want to leave you guys short. I don't want you to be eighth level for the next cabin con. So I gotta try to kill you guys, which is nearly impossible on thirteenth age. So, oh, jeez, Bruce. <laughs> every every cripple gets a dollar. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's about that time, Joseph. It is. It is about that time. 
So, guys, thanks for showing up tonight. We appreciate it. If you'd like to support our show, please visit the many places you can find us on the Internet. Uh, got a website, 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 www.biggestgeekestpodcast.com. Please don't be afraid to hit that support tab and give us all your money or at least some of it. Uh, we have a Twitter account, which is Joseph. Uh, get covered up your noggin with That's our cool. links. That's cool. Feel free. Facebook, MeWe, Odyssey, YouTube, email at the geeks. At biggestgeekestpodcast.com. Share us with your friends wherever you find us, either on podcasts or the tubes of you. And I, I need to update our link slide so that it has our, I guess, I think I said this every time. Yeah. It needs to have our Discord and our, and yeah. our um, um, stream, uh, stream, not stream lab, because that's what we're on right now, right? No, it's stream yard. Stream labs. Link. Link for yeah. you to send us your money because we, you know you want to. If Joe needs a new laptop. I do. Anyway, please subscribe, like, share, and rate us anywhere you find us. Um, I think that's it, Joseph. What about you? Thanks, guys. It's, God, this is so much fun. This is more fun than just a podcast, I think. So This is fun. I am done. Yeah. This is Randy. I'm Joe. And remember, can't be big like us and be geeks like us. <laughs>